number four of the Bill Michaels Show. Great to have you back. If you are heading down to, say, the Brewers game or maybe a Bucks game, postseason hockey for the Admirals. Uh, there's our friends from Milwaukee Brewing, MKE Brewing, 9th Street. If you're a craft brew person, maybe a light beer person, maybe you just like things that are made right here in the state, uh, great place, right on 9th Street. Highland and 9th, right down there um, on the corner, you can see MKE Brewing uh, near the old Pabst Brewery. Just a great district down there. Uh, just a couple of blocks, as a matter of fact, uh, west of the Deer District. That is MKE Brewing. And uh, if you're going to stop in, maybe go to Bottle House 42, get something to eat. But really good stuff over there. Check out MKE Brewing. And once the weather gets warm, just take a night. Go down there. Just enjoy the rooftop. It's beautiful down there. Get a beer, sit outside, watch some sports, listen to some music. That's another really nice hot patio in the city of Milwaukee. Go to MKE Brewing. Uh, some good news breaking outside of the world of sports. The Brooklyn subway shooting suspect, Frank James, who had connections to Wisconsin, has had an address in both Philadelphia and in Wisconsin. Um, Frank James has been taken into custody in Manhattan, uh, according to uh, NBC4 New York. So uh, the good news there after the uh, the shooting yesterday in the subway in Brooklyn. But, uh, yeah. Um, Frank Robert James has been taken into custody. So breaking news all over right now. That just happened. I wanted to let you know that. Uh, because, there, and again, it's just it's just weird how some of these things nationally happen. And there seems to be always some kind of a tie to Wisconsin. And uh, sure enough, this guy had an address in Wisconsin and had an address in Philadelphia. And the truck that was rented actually was rented from a U-Haul in Philadelphia. And uh, they were showing his his Facebook page and some of the videos that he had on his Facebook page. Um, and his videos that he was commenting on were from Fox 6 in Milwaukee. So just a, a really interesting dichotomy when it comes to uh, that, that particular tragedy. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please. Um, would love to have you Sw swing on by and chime in. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Find us over on Facebook and on YouTube. Go to YouTube, youtube.com and subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe and follow us there for free. Absolutely free. Doesn't cost you anything. And when, if you like the show and the show comes on, it'll pop up for you. Uh, go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels show, youtube.com slash Bill Michaels show. And you can find us there as well. Good, good stuff. Uh, getting back at it, uh, our buddy Kevin, Kevin Kennedy, listening to us up in Mosinee on our fine affiliate up in the Wausau area, which is ESPN, 98.9, 1230 as well. So good afternoon. The one game of the last 17 games between the Bucks and the Bulls that the Bulls won was the final game of the regular season last year when the Bucks didn't play any starters because they were locked into the three seed. Also, keep in mind, it's the playoffs now, so the Bulls, quote, star players can live up to their nickname, DeMar DeRegular Season. There you go. DeRozan's had a hell of a year. Now we'll wait and see what happens during the uh, the postseason versus the DeRegular Season. Like that. That's from our buddy Kevin. Always chiming in. Chiming in. Um, let's see here. We can also... 
Uh, Eleanor says, I was listening to the show earlier about the Washington Commanders. It makes me feel bad for all of those Commander fans who really did want to see some football games at a cheaper rate. To steal from the fans is criminal. Eleanor, that's part of the reason this story is so big. It's not just the fact that you've got a rich guy keeping money from rich guys. That's one thing, you know. Um, but when you start talking about him jacking up the price and, and, and stealing from fans, that's that's a whole other level of heinous. That's a whole other level of I don't give two dams about my fan base. It's, it's, it is all about lining pockets. It is all about lining pockets. And and as we head on just a little while ago, Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus, you know, um, I, and I asked him, I said, hey, when the story broke yesterday, what was the reaction in the Pro Football Focus offices? And it, it, he said, we weren't shocked. You know, we've known about this guy, you know, being this type of person for a long time. The fig- figure, kind of what we figure now is that maybe, hopefully, this is going to be, right, the final straw in the camel's back for the NFL to kick this loser out of the league and to get him, get him going. And we'll see now um, as to whether or not steps are actually taken to remove him. This was, I I asked Mike Renner earlier, uh, just, just to give you the the better perspective rather than me telling you from pro football focus, we had Mike Renner on and I said, Mike, you know, with everything that broke yesterday regarding the, the house subcommittee, uh, investigating all the allegations into the Washington Commanders, the Committee on Oversight and Reform, and this letter written to the Honorable Lena M. Kahn, who is the chairperson for the Federal Trade Commission, uh, and also talking uh, about this coming from one of the investigators, Carolyn B. Maloney and Raja uh, Krishna Maruthi. Um, what was the reaction in the offices when all of the allegations were basically laid out in that 20-page letter that described all the terrible activity that Daniel Snyder and the Washington commanders were putting forth? Here's his answer. Yeah, it's like, it's actually not surprising at all. It was kind of the reaction. Oh, this might actually be the nail on top for him because uh, Dan Snyder, all the controversies over the course of his career, None of them really affected the pocketbooks of other owners. Once you affect the pocketbooks of other owners, all of a sudden those guys are going to turn on you and start to come at you. So I think this finally is the proverbial nail in the coffin for him. I don't see how you allow that guy to stay on as an NFL owner after he's literally taking money and stealing from you. It is – I, I was reading this yesterday, and I gave you some of the more – egregious things that I came across. Uh, one was the NFL not cooperating in the investigation, but also uh, the depth to which Daniel Snyder would make it impossible for those who had died for their families to get a refund on the refundable seat license agreement, which is is tens of thousands of dollars, depending on how much how many seats you have, whether it's a suite or whether it's just a single seat. Uh, good seat, bad seat, whatever. Uh, according to Mr. Friedman, who's one of the executives, as a team executive, including General, including Mr. Gershman and Mr. Choi, they had routinely instructed uh, people to misrepresent the availability of affordable general admission tickets to fans seeking to attend Commanders games. So this is what they were doing. They were saying that the, the, the was sold out. Then what they would do is take those tickets, even though it wasn't sold out, sell them to the secondary market to the brokers. 
at a higher price. So rather than selling the general admission seats to fans, they sold them to brokers at a higher price to park it, pocket the money. He would then direct the fans to the teams, uh, you know, per- perpetrated 160,000 name waiting list, which I can't believe that there's that big of a waiting list there. The apparent intent of this practice was to trick customers into believing that they had two choices, join the waiting list or go back and purchase the premium price tickets for immediate access to see a game. Around the same time, the commanders, led by this Mr. Donovan, were suing hundreds of fans and leaseholders who fell behind on their payments despite recouping potential losses by then turning around and reselling those same seats to brokers. They're double-dipping, and they're suing people for money. So when these questionable practices were subsequently exposed in the public report, team executives, including Donovan, openly blamed employees for doing it. And the employees are like, wait a minute, we're doing what you were telling us to do. Reselling tickets that people had fallen behind on, on their payments, they were still paying for, so the team wouldn't give them the tickets to then turn around and resell those tickets and collect the money. They said, we were doing what we were referred to as a as, as part of being, you know, guided by the people above us. It's just, it, it's just amazing. I, 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 the more I read this, the matter I got. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to chime in, give us a shot. Um, Mark says, uh, getting back to the NFL draft, uh, hey, unit, uh, do you like Christian Watson, the wide receiver out of North Dakota State? I think he would fit. Uh, could be a good fit. Um, there may be, in the latter portion of the first round, uh, the beginning of a run on wide receivers. The question will be whether or not Watson's there, Traylon Burks is there. Uh, does a guy like Jamison Williams fall? Uh, do you start to look at, does Chris Olave get down near you? Do you jump up to get a guy like Chris Olave, who they spent, a lot, again, they spent a lot of time with him at the Combine. Drake London is probably go around 10, depending on what you know you look at. There's Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, who could be the first wide receiver taken. But who fits the best? So when you talk about Christian Watson, uh, what I've seen on him, 6'4", a 4'3", 6'40", speed. He can be a big play downfield, take the lid off receiver, which is kind of what you're looking for. The problem is, even though he averaged over 20 yards per catch in his career, he is not a great route runner. The one knock on him is that he he's not crisp. He doesn't he likes to use his speed. He doesn't like to be precise and he's not good at getting off of coverage. Some guys have the ability to do a one-arm kind of a a swipe and get the defender off of them as they go into their break. There's other guys that just they they it's kind of like hand slapping downfield. You're kind of like nah, 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 get away. And he's that kind of a guy with a not the greatest of route runners. That is, is at least the knock on him. I've only seen a little film on him. When you go to YouTube and some of the stuff that you see on uh, some of the uh, some of the websites, um, 
And but the one thing I will say, some of the catches that I've seen him, he's he's in double coverage, he's in single coverage. I mean, it's contended. He goes up and gets it. Again, six four, four three speed, and the guy can leap. He's I think he's got a thirty six or thirty seven inch leap. He can go and get it and do it on a flat out run. So if you can teach a guy like that who has all the immeasurables, if you can teach a guy like that to be a good route runner, he's only going to get better. But that is uh, the one thing you can't teach is speed. It's just like you can't fight, you can't teach speed. You can't teach speed. You can make a guy a better runner. You can make a guy a better ball catcher. You can give him better concentration and aptitude, but you can't teach speed. So if he's available, that might be a way they go because they need somebody to take the lid off. They need a legit downfield threat. They don't have that right now. Not that Marquez Valdez-Scantling was um, this big-time downfield, drop-a-dime, rainbow pass catcher, but he at least made you think. Because Devontae Adams was four four guy and and a really 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 good route runner, very precise, very smart. But that's that's what you need is a good downfield route uh, a good downfield four three speed guy to at least not take the lid off, but at least extend the defense to make a corner or a safety think. I got to cover this area. I can't begin to leak because if you if you go into the season with three rookies. Amari Rogers, Randall Cobb, and and Alan Lazard. Will Rogers be successful? Yes. But you're going to do a lot of dinking and dunking, 15 yards, 10 yards, 5 yards, 7 yards down the field. You move the chains. The problem is that it becomes an all-pass offense because if you don't have to have the safeties play back to give help to either side for a wide receiver who may be able of beating one-on-one or zone, if you don't give them that, safeties tend to leak up and they can really stymie your run game, which would make Aaron Jones coming out of the backfield uh, or A.J. Dillon somewhat less effective, thus making your offense one-dimensional. And while Aaron Rodgers would love to have the ball in his hands and throw the ball consistently, it's not really the best way to go. Seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show, and it's all coming up after this. Stay tuned. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Friends at Pindell, a global mas- machining factory manufacturing company, right here in our own backyard in the state of Wisconsin. Really good company, and uh, they're hiring as well and overpaying to get good employees. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L dot com. That is Pindell dot com again. Pindell dot and uh, and you know by all means, uh, really good. Co- I've been out there a couple of as a matter of fact and seen their facility. You can eat off the floors in that place. Just a really well maintained, well liked. Their employees love it out there. Really good company uh, to work for. And if you're looking for, say, at home, a water softening system and you want to support veterans groups, there's two ways you can – one thing you can do, but two ways to do it. 
Uh, first of all, the best water softening system out there, hands down, Connecticut Water Softening System. And you can look it up in a lot of different venues. But our friends at the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. Call them, 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. John Atley is the owner and a great guy, but really, really, really big supporter of veterans. They donate a lot of money to the Custom Canines Service Dog Academy. Don't you want to work with a company that believes in a great product, supplies a great product, has a great product to not only sell you, but in addition to that, but backs up with warranty, installs, brings it to you, and then in addition to that as well, they support veterans? Hell yes. That's my kind of company. That is the Water Doctors, h 2 the letter o doctorscom h 2 the letter o doctorscom or call them 262-549-7733. Uh, this is a great point from uh this is from stacy and stacy says only once since 1988 have the green bay packers chose a wide receiver in the first round of the nfl draft what makes us think they're going to break that trend this year correct me if i'm wrong wasn't it sterling sharp in 88 and the only other person i think since then if i'm not mistaken was javon walker because javon walker was a first round draft choice and it's a shame that he ended up letting his dad get in his head because he he was he was a pretty solid wide receiver, but his dad just his dad just basically told him he was God. I'll never forget. I'm sitting. I was doing the uh, the Bucks pregame. I was doing a Bucks pregame show in front of the old Bradley Center, and Javon Walker. I think it was 2002, 2003. Uh, but the Bucks were they were still coming out of the heyday. Okay. Uh, they were coming out of that run, and the Bucks were hot. And I, I remember it was a Tuesday night. The Bucks are playing at home, and there are uh, a lot of Packers at this point in time that are starting to come to Bucks games. It's becoming fashionable to go. So here comes Javon Walker and his dad and his agent. They walk in. They they came in. I was sitting in the uh, the mobile studio at the time, uh, which was called the Roadshow. This big giant trailer that we used to park on the square out in front of uh, out in front of the the Bradley Center. He comes in and he and Jamal Walker was a really good guy, just a just a nice kid. Comes in and sits down talking to me, and then his dad, which reminded me a lot of uh, the Alonzo Ball, the Ball's dad. You know, not quite that verbose, but pretty pretty loud, pretty spoken. And we were talking off the air about you know the upcoming season and Brett Favre and this, and his dad leans over, grabs Javon's shoulders, and says, "This is the man." This is the man they need to concentrate on. Favre is old. He's washed up. I mean, he's just, and he, it's like he's preaching. And this is the man that needs to be on the cover of the media guide. This is the man that needs, and I was thinking to myself, God, he's pretty good, but he's got the wrong people around him. It's one thing when your dad's smiling and saying, hey, I believe in my son, and I get that. It's another thing when this guy is really in your head telling you you're better than everybody else and you need to get your just rewards right now, on and on and on. And Javon Walker got so full of himself, he wanted out, get out of get out of Green Bay, needs the ball thrown to him, needs to be the big man on campus, and really never amounted to anything after that. Tore his knee up, and that was pretty much it. Was never heard from again. I just sitting there going, wow, if this is the advice you're taking, rather than being humble, rather than being a, becoming a better route runner, getting on the same page with your quarterback, if you're looking at Brett Favre as a old man, 
in 2000. You're an idiot. And his dad, I, you know, just was very verbose about it. I just, I'll never forget that. So anyway, I digress. So that was what, 2002, I think. The Packers have never taken a wide receiver in the first round since then. Now, they did not have a – this I know. In 2008, they didn't have a first-round pick. But their first choice was, which came – I can't remember what pick it was. It was it was high in the second round. It was like 35, 36, was Jordy Nelson. So that I know. They took Jordy first, but they never took him in the first round. They've never taken – since then, they've never taken a wide – since 1988, other than Javon Walker, they've never taken a wide receiver in the first round. Stacy, it's a great question. But I think this is the year they absolutely positively have to. Now, let me throw let me throw this out there, okay? Because this 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 could happen. Say you get down to seventeen or eighteen, nineteen, okay, and Drake London is gone, Garrett Wilson is gone, okay. You with me so far? Chris Bay gone, all right. Jameson Williams, Burks, they're all gone. And you think, well, you know, maybe Traylon Burks is gone. Uh, Is Christian Watson first-round material? You know? Is Jahan Dotson out of Penn State, is he first-round material? I can see the Packers thinking to themselves, we're not going to overvalue for a wideout. We're going to stick to our board. We're going to do that. So we are going to go for, say, Nicobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia, or maybe Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. Both of those guys predicted to go between, say, 17 and 25. What about the kid out of northern Iowa, Trevor Penning, who we were talking about? You know, maybe maybe suddenly you take depth on the on on the defensive or on the offensive line. Um, that big uh, big defensive end out of out of Penn State. You know, what about Daxton Hill, the corner out of uh, out of Michigan? More safety than corner, but you know he could play as a nickelback. You know, and maybe they go in that direction. Devon Wyatt, they picked a defensive tackle out of Georgia. Do they then go back and say, uh, there's, what is the other kid? That he plays center and guard. He's very versatile. Oh, uh, um, um, Zion, Zion Johnson. Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Maybe they go in that. So it, it would not surprise me if they, it would disappoint me if they didn't take a wide receiver. It would not surprise me if they didn't take a wide receiver. Nothing. I'll, I'll, let me say this to you, and, and, and Stacy, I didn't mean to go on and on, but after the Jordan Love pick, with Patrick Queen sitting right there in that same draft, the middle linebacker that ended up going to the Baltimore Ravens, who has had a stellar career thus far for what he's been able to do on the field. When they did not pick him, that's when I threw my hands in the air and I said, I have no idea what you think behind closed doors when it comes to the war room. No idea. No idea. Nothing will shock me ever again. Justin Harrell shocked me when they chose him. Because we were not prepared for Justin Harrell. We were looking at all kinds of different directions. 
But yeah, Justin Harrell, we're starting to, okay, I'm flipping through my book. I'm like, okay, he's like fifth or sixth at that position and picked as a second or third round choice. God, Tennessee with, with back issues. What? What? Why? What? But, you know, so that was my next shocking moment. And then when Jordan Love came out, that's when I just take that that draft guide. I look at all the, the, the you know, the, the statistics and I kind of just, you can take that to the bathroom with you. Throw it out the throw it out the door. So that's when I decided I'm just going to try to analyze who maybe the best available on the board at the time is, and then go with that. And you really do take a, you know, a little bit anyway of need out of it. Now this is probably the most unique situation the Packers have been in since I got here and started covering them heavily in 1999, because. The end of Favre in those years with Mike Sherman, they needed some additional wide receivers, which is why they chose Javon Walker at that point. As it was getting more and more evident, Favre needed more and more weapons. But even that didn't turn into free agent signings. And, and we all know Mike Sherman, Ted Thompson, they weren't do what Brett wanted them to do. It's a different regime now. It's a different window. It's a different desperation now. You don't have anybody. And I'm not sitting here to demean or slight in any way, shape, or form Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, or Amari Rogers, but they're guys. You don't have those special players. So you desperately need one. If you know there's one there, you got to get it. Got to get it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin want to remind you, you got to get to the end of the month. You got the deal going on right now. You buy some windows. You buy three of them. Throw in a patio door. You're getting 500 bucks. Throw in $6,000. Throw in a dozen, 2000 bucks. But all you got to do is add a patio door. It's that simple. They have six different lines. They have got the vinyl, the economic vinyl. That is a good window. Budget-friendly. Then they've got Impervia. Now you're taking a step up. It's a little bit harder material, a lot like fiberglass, kind of that same thing. Then you get into the wood. Doesn't transfer the cold. Very, very fashionable, contemporary to traditional. Different colors, different styles, the ability to stain, bring it to make it look like the interior was always there. Different hardware, roll screen, slider windows, you name it. They can match it all up. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. So you've got six different lines, all economical, all budget-friendly, all can be used in certain ways. Then you throw in patio doors, and you're getting more and more and more money off. It's that simple. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. Again, go to PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI and see for yourself. But you got to do it now. Because they can come out, measure it, get it all ordered, get it done before the end of the month. That's the way to get the deal. Otherwise, you got to wait for whatever the deal is going to be down the road. So do it now because they can order it now. And in a month or so, get these things in your home. They're great. Great stuff. Great windows. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
looking. Wednesday, the day before the Brewers come home tonight, Corbin Burns goes to the bump for uh, for the Brewers. And the Brewers wrap up that three-game series in Baltimore. Now they win back home and uh, come back to the friendly confines at his Miller Park a family field. And all the new food and such options that they have park. And uh, then they get ready to take on the St. Louis Cardinals in a big series coming up. I want to say big series. It's not a big series. It's a big series in a sense for fans to get back to the ballpark and enjoy it. But they got the Cardinals coming to town and then the Pirates coming to town. Uh, so looking forward to getting out to, to the ballpark, a few of those games. By all means, going to be doing our live broadcast tomorrow down at Stenny's. Uh, if you're going to get around and get around this summer, uh, there is no better way to tailgate. I'll tell you this right now. Then if you've got an RV. Now, whether it's a motorhome, which is great, uh, if you want to take a fifth wheel, a camper van or something like that on the road and enjoy some of the staycation capability or just go see the, the terrific country we call the USA, check out our friends from Cunis. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. They got you covered, CunisRV.com, representing America's most reliable and best-selling RVs and camper brands such as Jayco, Gulfstream, Nexus, Forest River, Dutchman, Thor, Winnebago. They've got it all. Uh, you can stop in and check out many of their locations and uh, take advantage of some of the summer deals upcoming. So thanks to them for uh, being a part of the program. Cunis RV, by the way, taking trades. And uh, go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And uh, you can see for yourself where the location nearest you is. It's that simple. Check out our friends at Cunis RV. Um, talking about the draft before and uh, getting into some of the scenarios, if you will, for uh, the Green Bay Packers, there's uh, uh, kind of a lot to get to. But uh, the, uh, the the question was, who's the kid from North Dakota State, uh, 6'4", uh, Brian said he wanted to know. Christian Watson is the, the, the kid's name. Christian Watson, the kid out of North Dakota State, by the way. By the way. Um, Jeff says, no, 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 no. This team should take two receivers with picks 22 and 28. ESPN Steve says, since Aaron plays better with a chip on his shoulder, maybe they take another quarterback. <laughs> um, I have to say, and, and and I said before we went to break, that the, the most surprising thing in the draft I've I've ever been a part of was the night they took Jordan Love. If they would take a quarterback in this draft, in the first round, I would knock me over dead. Would you consider gluing your hand to the radio board if they did that? I would glue my hand to Lambeau Field. I'm going to clip that. I, I would, I would, if they took a quarterback in the first round of this year's NFL draft, I, that would be your glue your hand moment to the court. Yeah. I, I, now, now follow me on the logic on this though. Okay. Let's say, okay, for, for blanks and giggles, all right, let's say Kenny Pickett out of Pitt falls to them. You with me? Kenny Pickett. Um, I'm trying to think. That's probably, he could end up, you know, unless it's Malik Willis, but I don't think he gets too far. Matt Corral could fall. Matt Corral. I don't know, though, Matt Corral, by many accounts, he's on that first-round-slash-second-high-round bubble. Which for So let's just, let's just say that the Packers take 
a quarterback in the first round. Matt Corral falls to them. So one of these other kids fall to them. Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett. Um, there's Desmond Ritter, who a lot of people like, Matt Corral. But I think the first has two quarterbacks going. Willis and Pickett. Those are the two guys everybody takes. Let's just say they t- that one of those two guys fall and they take them. First of all, it is admitting to the world that, you know, Jordan Love is not the guy. But would it, if, if Jordan Love is not the guy and you don't have any takers for him and he's under contract, you, you kind of got to keep him. But you believe that this next guy is indeed the next guy. Knowing you have Rodgers for two years, and this could be, in all likelihood, the successor to Aaron Rodgers. Would it then be a smart move? And I know, look, people are saying, why even talk about this? Because it's it's not going to happen. But let's say it does. Let's say it does that other teams just say, you know what? We don't want to go this high on a quarterback when we don't feel we have the franchise guy. But maybe these guys feel like they are. Maybe the Packers draft people feel like they are. I, I So would it shock me? Yeah, it would shock me. I don't think it's going to happen. I would think the 99.99% of me says there's no way in hell. But I never thought they'd pick Jordan Love either. So, no, I don't think it's going to happen, but it is what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up, 877-867-1670. Again, I get a question about Jamison Williams. How can you take a wide receiver that's got a knee? Because Jamison Williams' speed is stupid. He's a low 4-3 guy. There was even a report out there that at one point he ran a 4-2 uh, incoming at Alabama. That he ran a 4-2-9. It just, speed is crazy. If you've got it and it's it's really, really good and you don't think he's diminished because of the ACL and he's got, you know, whatever ability it is that you've seen, and he's got a ton of ability, let's be honest, because you take him. You know, I, I don't want it. I, I don't want a wide receiver that's not going to contribute, not going to get on the same page with Aaron Rodgers, is going to have to do a lot of standing around, walking around, uh, observing in the classroom type of stuff. But, you know, I mean... I, that it's hard to pass on that speed. Now, again, and and I agree with many of you who say, well, you don't know what his speed's going to be when he comes back. I agree. I agree with that. The longevity of that then becomes in question. I agree with that. But if that's your best available option at that point in time, then what do you do? You trade back? I just don't uh, I don't think that the, the two Ohio State wide receivers are going to be there. I don't think Drake London is going to be there. I'd be, I'd be somewhat surprised if he was, if he fell that far. I know they like Alave. I have a feeling more so something in me says they're going to move up in the draft to get a wide receiver. But now here's the other question. Are you reaching for a need? which is something that Ted Thompson, whether it be on a microphone or in private, would say never reach for a need. Never reach for a need. You're overvaluing the position. When you don't have one, you have to value it. But think of this, okay? Just give me a second here. 
uh, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, all the experts say these guys, these wide receivers, they're not that. They don't have that. Maybe they develop into that, but they're not there as far as coming into the league and being that guy. But they're the best in this draft. Would you reach to get a need and one of the top wide receivers in this draft? No, they're not Justin Jefferson and they're not Jamar Chase. Do they be legit trade objects at that point? And that's what you have to weigh if you're Brian Gutekinds. You know? 877-867-1670. Uh, really, we as fans, we are emotional. But as a general manager, as Goody said last year, after learning of the Jordan Love, no, this didn't work out, pick as he stated you cannot fall in love with players you have to just stay to your board be true to your board be true to your evaluation of talent it's really really tough i get it it's really really tough 877-867-1670 if you want to hit us up feel free to go ahead and do so hey uh sean is back from vacation over to poxy flooring done right he's a great guy and i have this flooring in my bar uh, excuse me, in my gym, and every time somebody comes over, that's the first thing they say when they go down there. They're like, oh, my God, I love this floor. It is fantastic. It's a good, solid epoxy floor. There's polyurea floors. There's coatings, colors, finishes, all of that. He can do it all, and the best part about it is he's based in Wisconsin. So if you need something after the fact, not to say that you will, but he's right here. You don't have to come down from Illinois or Iowa or any place else for that matter. He's based, works lives right here in Wisconsin, has a house up north in Wisconsin. He's from here. So get a hold of Sean, 262-443-2852. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Sean, 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852, or go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Bill Michael Show wrapping things up, coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Work. Coming home from the game coming up this week, whether it's over the weekend, tomorrow night, uh, great place right there in West Wisconsin. Go in and see Marcus and Nicole at the Wrestling Taco, 84th Street, just south of Wisconsin State Fair Park. Or maybe you don't have tickets to the game, so you go down, you hang out for a while, and you uh, head out. The weather's not great or conducive to tailgate. So uh, you can head over there, sit in the uh, theater seating, watch the game, in, a, in a, that big theater seat with the big screen TV, drinking a margarita, having some tacos, good stuff. At the Wrestling Taco, good people over there. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I uh, and I meant to say this earlier, that uh, uh, I got a buddy of mine who was out in uh, Lake Country uh, yesterday. He said, hey, did you see what was going on over at Stoley's Hog Alley? I did. Uh, they are under construction. He is expanding, and that place is going to be beautiful when it's done, but... Uh, while it's a limited menu and they're going to be, you know, shutting some things down over there, they're still going to be open through construction. Don't fear. You can still go in, get a beverage or two, but uh, go say hi to uh, Jeff, who's going to be probably doing a lot of the work with the construction workers, him and his wife, Alicia. But uh, Stoley's Hog Alley uh, out there in Summit in Oconomowoc, uh, going to be under construction, 
But it's going to be beautiful when it's done. I can't wait for the end of the riding season so we can stop over there and sit on that upstairs balcony. Oh, my goodness. The drawings look fantastic. Uh, 877-867-1670. So, Ben, you're saying if the Packers are going to move up, you got to move up for Olave, right? Olave or James Williams. I okay. see them similarly. I don't think the knee injury really concerns me. I mean, ALs these days, these guys are coming back as good. Right. Take away the yep. Bakhtiari situation. Right. Uh, that's the one thing. When you look at guys that come back from an ACL, if you end up with one knee and problems, scar tissue, what have you, it it can be problematic. Um, now, Jamison Williams, as we've seen, he's been doing these little videos where he's doing a lot of workouts. He's hopping around. He looks great. Don't get me wrong. He looks great. But he's still not back to football-related activity, so to speak. So how great he's going to be, we'll have to wait and see. But I think if you're a team looking for a wideout, let's just say by chance uh, that he's not 4-3-2 or 4-2-9. Let's say he's 4-3-9 or 4-4-1. You know, okay, you're still getting a speedster, speed kills. The fact that he's a really good wide receiver along, yeah, I think you take the chance on it. You, you believe that this guy is going to end up being really, really solid for you before it's all said and done. Now, the question is, you know, what the, what happens if he takes another shot on that knee and you have to build that thing again? You know, that's worst case scenario. But then what? You know, Bill, I don't know then what? your thoughts on this, but I've also kind of grown, especially in the last couple of years to look at the Alabama and the Georgia players, especially on the defensive and offensive line. But and at wide receiver. I mean, you look at every guy to come out of those programs, they are absolute studs. And part of right. it is I watched a football team draft certain Pac-12 wide receivers in the first round for a long time, and <laughs> they didn't really pan out, but it's just like a different it's a different level of football, obviously. But you look at recent guys to come out of there, and they're all ridiculously good. Yeah. Yeah, the question is, what are you going to go? What direction you're going to go in? And I, 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 I don't think he's going to be there. I think he's he's probably going to there's going to be a team that's going to oh, we'll take them we'll take them we'll, we'll take it now no problem but uh but we'll see so would you rather have a trade up for chris olave or packers stand pat they get jordan davis the defensive lineman or nicobe d the inside linebacker and then get a john mechie or a Jahan dotson um if your choice is to get a good quality linebacker or edge rusher because the top four or five wide receivers you want are gone, that's the direction I go. I mean, you think of it. Just continue to bolster your your defense. And you're always going to need depth. We all know that. But if you've got a really, really good pass rusher, edge rusher, or linebacker, we know what good linebackers are worth now. We know we know that. You know, don't get crazy on me and think that, you know, it's not going to be these these, uh, you know, that that you don't value the middle linebacking core anymore. No, I, I'd go in that direction in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. You make make the defense as good and as strong as you can possibly make it and then kind of go from there. You know, that's – at least if you got a defense that either stymies teams or takes the ball away, it gives more opportunities offensively to take the ball downfield. So I that's the direction I would go. But we'll see. And again, you're still going to need. If you got a good tackle that falls to you, you're going to need a good tackle too. You need you need to get another tackle. You're right now on offensive line. You're just a little bit thin, but that's that's what I would do. So coming up tomorrow, as uh, the show ends today, we begin to tear it down, get all the equipment, pack it up, 
And then we're going to be heading uh, out to our friends at Stenny's tomorrow morning early. We will see you there 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. is the broadcast. It is the Brewers home opener at American Family Field. As American Family Field, the sign and all the new things, digs inside the ballpark are going to be brought to the forefront. So we are going to be uh, live from Stenny's tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And we're going to be hanging out down there with guests, with drink specials. We're brought to you by Bud Light, Budweiser, the official beer sponsor of the uh, Major League Baseball. We're going to have some uh, Bloody Marys tomorrow morning, some beverages tomorrow morning, wings, garlic cheese bread, burgers. Just come on down. Enjoy the program tomorrow. Really going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. Can't wait. And for those of you that uh, can't make it into town, we're going to have the cameras up in numerous directions down at Stenny so you get a chance to see anybody and everybody that's in attendance. It's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Come on down, park your car, take the shuttles to and from the game. Going to be a blast tomorrow down at Stenny's. Second and National, Walker's Point. Uh, can I drink while I'm on the air? Alcohol? I'm going to plead the fifth. I'm going to be a lot like Daniel Snyder, and I'm not telling anybody anything. How are we looking? Time for us to go. Have a go and The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.